Thank you for listening to this message from Faith Builders. Pastors Philip and Michelle Still are dedicated to building your faith and framing your world by the Word of God. There are many more resources available on our website, www.buildfaith.net, where you can find links to our audio and video archives. We also invite you to join us online for our live stream services. Remember to build your faith and frame your world by the Word of God. Not just the ladies, but the gentlemen. Glory to God. (laughs) My husband was like, am I sitting in the front row? I was like, whatever you want. Praise God. You can be, you know, he's he's actually, uh, he was a woman of faith one year. He he was hired. He um, he's also a, a musician and he was hired to play in the band back in the, the women of faith movement, women of faith movement back in the 90s and and uh, he was hired to play saxophone and he came home with this big shirt women of faith <laughs> i was like all right rock it that's good <laughs> so he's probably been in more women's conferences than me, but that's okay. (laughs) Glory to God. (laughs) I do have uh, something from the Word for you tonight, if you're interested. Praise the Lord. If you would, turn with me to 2 Peter. Second Peter. Oh my goodness, the, the services have been phenomenal so far. I wasn't here in person this morning, but I got to listen online, and it was awesome. It was awesome. And you know, whenever I hear different ministers uh, minister the word, I think, oh, Lord, I could never do that. (laughs) You know, the anointing on them and and the way they minister. And, and, you know, you, you listen to teachers and you're like, wow, that's amazing. And then you listen to preachers like we listened this morning and I was like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> and you think, I could never do that. But then when you step into the pulpit yourself, you know, the anointing comes on you and there you are. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. So uh, the Bible calls that having gifts differing. We all have gifts that are different. Some of us are called to a five-fold ministry office where we stand in the pulpit. Others are called to different ministry of helps positions. But it takes every single one of us in our spot, you know, learning and growing together. And so we're just thankful for all the different ways God moves and and, and God ministers to us. And we are so interested in flowing and following what God has for us. Mm-hmm. And so um, let's, let's read this first and then I'll uh, go from there. But first, excuse me, Second Peter, first chapter. Verse 3 says this. Well, let's start in verse 1. Why not, right? Yeah. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Verse 3, according as his divine power hath given unto us all things 
that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, I don't know about you, but as I was meditating on these scriptures the other day, that phrase, partakers of the divine nature. I mean, that just jumped out to me. Doesn't that sound good? Just sounds good, right? Partakers of his divine nature. Oh, glory to God. That word partakers in the Amplified, it's a sharers. Sharers. Now, have you ever gone to a restaurant? Uh, the other day we went to a restaurant and, and Pastor Michelle, she offered us uh, an appetizer to share, right? Uh, we declined because I can only eat so much. <laughs> and, uh, but if you got an appetizer for the table, right, what happens? We all partake. We all get a part. And God says there's a way to be a partaker of his divine nature. Oh, my goodness. Really? Really? Sharing. Sharing with him in his divine nature. Yes. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Yes, it's available to us. And... um, so as I was actually uh, meditating on what, what, was, uh, what was my part for these services, which have already been incredible, right? Um, and, and, you know, Pastor ministered on, on having faith in our words and, and, and being careful of what we say and things like that. But um, what came up in my heart, and so often it's just the way the Spirit will say something pretty simple to me. I we try to keep it simple. I like it simple. I can receive it simply, right? And so he just said, he just said this, faith is not just a formula. Yeah. It's a flow. Yeah. Faith is not just a formula. Mm-hmm. It's a flow. Yeah. And uh, so... We want to we wanna just look at that th- this evening because if we're not careful, and we all do this, you know, I have to think back a while to think about high school math, um, but if I think back to high school math, there were certain parts of math I was good at and certain ones I was not so good at. Algebra, I could do. Ex- <laughs> they, they were formulas, okay? And my brain thinks well with formulas. Uh, I like puzzles, okay? Yeah. I like puzzles. Um, I like to put things together. That's the way my brain thinks. So X plus Y equals Z. If you tell me what X is and what Z is, I can tell you what Y is, yeah. right? Yeah. It's a formula. And, and, and it's for me, just for me, it's easy to figure out. But then we got to geometry. Spatial stuff, oh, I was lost. Ooh, Lord, how do, 
Lord, help me pass this, right? Pass this class. And then we got back into like trigonometry, more formulas. I was okay. I could do that. But then my senior year of high school, I found myself in calculus class and thought, why am I here? At this point, I knew what college I was going to. It was music school. <laughs> Not needing calculus. <laughs> Not needing to know this ever. And as a matter of fact, for the rest of my life, so far, I've not run into a problem that requires a calculus information that they try to give me. I have found no use for calculus. But what was calculus? It was, it was trying to take all the formulas that you have ever learned in the rest of your math life and put them together to solve word problems. A train is going... <laughs> This many miles, and, you know, and, and, and it's going to make three stops. Two of them are two minutes. One of them is three minutes. And it starts at this time, and it ends at this time. How fast was the train going? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Nor do I care. <laughs> quickly learned that, you know, although I can do formulas, sometimes I couldn't put it all together to get the big picture. If we're not careful as Christians, <clears throat> we can gravitate towards formulas and miss the big picture. What's the big picture? God wants us to be partakers. Sharers of his divine nature. Faith is not just a formula. Now, I'm thankful for formulas. I told you, my, my mind grabs a hold of those. And what do I mean by a formula? Well, you know, the body of Christ, I like to study his, the history of of the different movements that have happened in the body of Christ. And I better make sure I know when I started here. Uh, <laughs> you know, and just going back uh, several decades, in the 50s, we had the healing movement, right? Yeah. Uh, tremendous miracles and things happening in that healing movement. And that went from the 50s to the early 60s. It started to wane. The body of Christ, man, there was, there was tents going up everywhere, and there were evangelists, and, and Brother Hagen would say this. It was like healing was in the air. There were miracles just, I mean, eyes opening and ears opening. You know, it was just amazing what was going on. And it was like they were saying, even if you weren't, uh, didn't have a healing anointing in the, uh, your office that as a preacher, it said it was still easy to get somebody healed. It just was happening. It was in the air. And so we had that for a good decade, maybe 12, 13 years. That started to wane. And then there came up this Charismatic renewal. Mm -hmm. This movement of people getting filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Catholic people, yeah. denominational people uh, that would never have even heard about us. I mean, these 
people from all over. And then you, you heard the charismatic renewal, or if you weren't in a church, it was the Jesus movement. Yeah. I mean, you had hippies getting saved. You had, you had all these people. You, know, you had a lot of movement where people were just, they were speaking in tongues and there was, uh, you know, they were prophesying and doing all this stuff and there was, uh, there was just like this great movement going on. The only problem was they were lacking a foundation of the word. And so, as with many revivals, if it's not balanced right, that started to wane. But up came people like Brother Hagin, praise God, and different ones that that started to teach the word. Praise God. Right? They were teaching and they were giving us steps. Mm -hmm. And they were giving us points. One, two, three, A, B, C. If you do this and this and this, if you say this and and memorize this scripture and do that, then you can receive what God has for you. That's awesome. That's amazing. But what did I say about revivals? If it's not balanced, people can get stuck in a rut. Faith is not a formula. In other words... It's not, it's not just like a magic incantation, you know? Um, people in other religions just say the same thing over and over. They have little beads. <laughs> they, they do different things. They say the same thing over and over, hoping that God will hear. And we understand that's not how God works. We understand we're speaking the word by faith, and we are. Praise God. But we can't think of it as X plus Y equals Z. Does that make sense? It's not a formula. In other words, there's a flow to our life where we're partaking of his divine nature and getting to the point where we are filled with him and so aware of his presence and and his leading Praise God. that we know, ah, that's where my faith is to land. This is what my faith is, what I'm to be speaking out and decreeing and calling in. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. He wants us, according to his divine nature, he has given to us all things. That's a big statement right there. He has given to us all things that pertain to our lives and to godliness. It's not just one or the other. He has provided everything we could possibly need. But how do we know what we need right now? You know, for a long time, I hope this is making sense because, you know, I write notes and they go out the window just about as soon as I get up here. So follow along with me, praise the Lord. But, um, but we, we, we don't want, I've already lost my train of thought, praise the Lord. We don't want to just pick out what we want and use our faith with it. Does that make sense? Yes. In other words, 
I need a new car. I'm just going to drop myself in a car lot, and I'm going to go around and look and say, I like that one. That's what I want. No, 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 no. God wants us to be partakers of his divine nature. God, I want to be partakers with you. What do you have for me? Where are you leading me? What is best for us right now? And when you get his leading, his word, oh, wait a minute. How does faith come? By hearing the word of God. Now, we have this word, right? And pastor was right when she said last night, if we know that Jesus died for it, if he paid for it, we don't even have to talk to God about it. We can say, by his stripes, I was healed. And I've got it now. I'm walking in my healing. That it belongs to me. But what about the car? When is it time? What kind do I get? Do I buy it new? Do I buy it used? What do I do? It doesn't tell me right in here which car to get. Right? And if we're not careful, if we think faith is just a formula, we're going to go to the parking lot and just say, ooh, I like that one. That must be it. Well, we can get ourselves in trouble signing up for 59 easy payments of something that God wasn't necessarily in. And then we get loaded down with these easy payments, and we think, but God, uh, I thought... I just named it and claimed it and signed for it. <laughs> Swiped the card and it was mine. Yeah. Well, there's more to it than that. Yeah. And so we want to make sure we're not thinking formulas. And I'm, I say that to me because I'm a formula girl. I, I, I like the ABC. I like the one, two, three. And I'm thankful for those. We needed those as the body of Christ. We needed Brother Hagen and, and Charles Capps and different ones to come in and tell us how to do this, yes. right? Yes. How, to, how to study the word, how to hear from God, how to use our faith. We needed that grounding. Yes. Praise mm-hmm. God. But we don't want to get rutted there yes. and think that it's just formula-based. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So he's given us all things that pertain to life and to godliness. All things. All things. But I submit to you that not all of us in this room or throughout the body of Christ are partaking of all the things that God has for them. Right? I know there's more for me. So how do we get them? (laughs) How do we get that, right? Is it just putting the word in our mouth? No, pastor told us last night, there has to be something attached to the word in our mouth. Faith. Faith has to be attached. And so in order for faith to be attached, it has to be something that's from God. Heard from God. Not something we just decided. 
but something we've heard from God on. Where would we do that? Where would we hear from God? Well, if we can be partakers of his divine nature, perhaps we should start there in his presence. Ha! His presence is where we can get direction for the specifics in our lives. And once you get that direction from him, no devil in hell can stop you from partaking of all that he has provided for life and for godliness. But it comes from hearing from him. You're not going to find anyone more thankful for this word, but it doesn't tell me which job to take. It doesn't tell me, you know, it doesn't tell me who to marry. It doesn't tell me uh, how to, it does tell me how to raise my kids. But, you know, the specifics in things, how, the specifics in things, uh, you know, do we let them go to that school? Do we, you know, what, what do we do with our kids? What do we do with them? You know, you ever bring them home and you're like, now what? <laughs> Lord, oh my goodness, I am so thankful for the Spirit of God who leads and guides. I was walking with my baby in my arms, putting him down. He was two years old. I still had him in my arms. Yes, I did. And I was putting him down. And the Spirit of God said, put the pacifier away. My, my son loved his pacifier, <laughs> loved. And I was like, Lord, ha, we're not getting any sleep tonight if I do that. What, what was that? That's the Spirit of God yeah. helping you in your day. That was a word from God. Was it audible? Did we hear, thus saith the Lord, put the pa-? No, it was just on the inside. Why? Because I had learned to fellowship with his presence. And when you fellowship with somebody's presence, you partake, you share Mm -hmm. of what they have for you. Glory to God. And so we want to be sharers, partakers of all that he has. Mm -hmm. And when he speaks to you, and you listen, glory to God, and you do what he says, that's walking in faith. Praise God. It's the simple flow of faith. The flow of faith. Not just A, B, A. Find scriptures that back up your case. You know what I'm saying? They're, those are good principles to have in, in, in our vocabulary, in our Christian vocabulary. But if we are not careful, if we think formula-wise, we'll go to the mental arena to try and work our faith. Yes. And it won't work for us that way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Ask me how I know. <laughs> It doesn't work that way. Everything 
with God is a flow. Everything with God is a flow. There's a flow to our lives. There's a flow to our worship. There's a flow to our reading the scriptures. There's a flow to everything he has for us. And and don't ever get to to a place where you think, well, that's just for the preacher or that's just for somebody else who hears from God. No, God wants to have all of us be a partaker of his divine nature, a sharer. He has spread a table before us in the presence of our enemies with everything that pertains to life and godliness. And he said, come and dine. It's all here for you. Partake. Take it in. It's all there. Glory to God. And there's a flow to it. A flow to it. Has anyone ever been in a lazy river in a water park? Oh, that's fun. Right? It's not hard. Pastor was saying, you know, I love to say, the things of God are not hard. Faith, she said, is not hard. It is if you're thinking mentally. It is. What was my next step? I forget the next step. I found the scripture, okay, and I've said it three times, and now what was I supposed to do? What did Pastor Michelle say? No, 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 no. It's a flow. It's a flow. Praise God. Think of the lazy river. Life is to be enjoyed. He's given us all things that pertain. If we start... If I start to get worked up, how's this going to work? Oh, God, we need this to happen. We need it. Oh, Lord, what are we going to do? I know something's up because the things of God are a flow. They're easy. They're light. They're not hard. They're not hard. And if I am getting worked up, I'm getting tense, I'm getting nervous, I'm talking to God in a different tone than I normally talk to God. I'm sure none of you have ever done that. Well, I know I'm in the wrong place because it's supposed to be easy in life. I'm supposed to just be a partaker. His precious promises are to help us be partakers. They're not to create formulas. They're to help us be partakers of his divine nature. Sharers. Sharers. I get to share in who he is and what he has for me. I get to fellowship with him. And as I'm fellowshipping with him and partaking of his divine nature and realizing he's in me and he's helping me and he's leading me and I'm just worshiping and thanking him for living on the inside of me and helping me in everything I do, all of a sudden, before I even know it, I'm just worshiping God and blessing his name and thanking him for all that he does in my life. And the next thing you know, the answer comes right up. The answer. Ah. And then, if that's my answer, all of a sudden, I have just heard from God. Hey, that was the whole thing I was trying to work out in my mind in the first place. Finding my scripture.
scriptures. Where was that scripture Pastor Michelle told me about? No, no, no. Stop. Breathe. Fellowship. Sharers. Praise God. Sharers. Koinonia. Fellowship. That's what that word translate as, that, that Greek word. Fellowship with God. That's one of the places faith can rise up because that's where we can hear from him the specific things we need to hear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Faith is not hard. The things of God are easy. Easy. It's this that makes it hard, at least for me. Right? Because you're, you think, oh, ah, what was that next step? Ah, I forgot. I'm going to have to go listen to that message again. Well, there's nothing wrong with listening to the message again, but just spend some time with the Lord and let him remind you yes. of what you need to remember. You know, when I first started preaching, I would much rather be on the front row saying amen. Much rather be doing that. I would much rather that he had stayed pastor and I didn't have to take the pastorate while he traveled. I would much rather that, but that wasn't the plan. And I kept telling the Lord, Lord, I'm I'm not good at remembering where everything is in here. I I know a lot of it, (laughs) but I'm just being real. I don't You know, I'm just not as good as other people that get up there and do this. And he he was like, just look to my spirit. And what you need will come up. And you know what? If I look to the spirit, when I need to know a scripture, it comes up. Hallelujah. Where it is in everything. Praise God. I don't know, but to me, that's amazing right there. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Pastor Michelle got up and started talking about verb tenses. I was like, oh, my. (laughs) It's like, that's awesome, but woo, I'm not going to be following that. (laughs) Having gifts differing. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Glory to God. We want to know how to access all that pertains to our life and to our godliness, right? Would you turn with me to Ephesians chapter 3? Now, this should be something that we're probably all very familiar with. One of the prayers that Paul prayed for the church that was at Ephesus. And he, he said, um, he prayed, verse 16, that he would grant you, you and me, according to the, excuse me, did I say chapter 3? 
chapter 3, verse 16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be, oh, here we go, filled with all the fullness of God. Why was he praying this for the church at Ephesus? So that they could be filled with all the fullness of God. How do we become partakers of his divine nature? How do we access all these things that pertain to our life and to our godliness? We do this. We get to the point that we're filled with all the fullness of God, glory to God, with all that he has for us. Father, oh, I want to be full of you. I thank you for the fullness of God. You can say that every day of your life. You can fellowship with him all day long. When you wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom, you can say, oh, thank you, Jesus, that you live on the inside of me. You fill yourself up with the presence of God by fellowshipping with him, talking to him, praising him, thanking him for all that he has done for you. And the more you do that, the fuller you get. And I tell you, you get full enough and you start to see some of the things that God has planned for you and filled in your life. Now, in 2020... We had an interesting year, didn't we? Things shut down. People were afraid everywhere. We couldn't go anywhere. We couldn't do anything. And I had to do something that I don't really like to do, and that was buy stuff online. (laughs) I, I had to go shopping online. You know, it's not my favorite. Some people love it. It's not my favorite. Why? Because I like to see what I'm buying. I like to see what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. I ordered, I needed socks during 2020, COVID shutdown. I needed socks. I ordered socks. They came, they were this big. <laughs> that is not what I ordered. That is not what the picture said. It's not what it looked like. Right? I like to go to the store and see what's available. Yeah. See what it looks like. See what it is. Try it on. Hello? (laughs) You ever ordered something online and you get it and you're like, you can see through that material. (laughs) No wonder it was $13. (laughs) My daughter loves to buy stuff online. And the stuff she gets, it looks cute on her. But I can't do that. No, I don't know. Maybe it's the older you get. It's got... It actually needs to fit. Honest, it needs to fit. Can't look like a garbage bag. It just can't. (laughs) 
My husband does not like to go to the mall. I like to go to the mall. I do. I'm not a big shopper, but if I need something, I want to see it. God has offered us the ability to come into his very presence and see all that he has stocked for our lives. I mean, he's better than the mall, guys. He's got more than the mall has. And you can be in his presence. And he'll say, see this? Try it on. Try it on. See how your righteousness fits you. How you look in healing. See what what this looks like on you. Try it on here in my presence. Enjoy what this looks like. But then don't we see it in the spirit realm so that we can get it to the natural realm. But seeing it is like hearing from God. Which is how faith comes. And if we've heard from God and faith has come, we can walk out of that prayer closet, walk out of that fellowship time and say, glory to God, I've tried it on already. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine, it's mine. I've got it. Glory to God. Why? Because I've been there. I've already seen it. People that are, I'm just believing that we're going to see the manifestation of what we're believing for. Well, praise the Lord. It's a start. (laughs) Not trying to step on anybody's toes. But he's offered us a better way. It's not a formula. It's a flow. It's a flow where you can enter into the very throne room of God and look around and say, Lord, what's for me? What do you have? What's for this season? What's for now? What's for later? You know, there's things that he's shown me about about, uh, my life that happened, I mean, he showed me 20 years ago. Still hasn't come to pass. Doesn't mean it's not gonna. Amen. Just means it's for the future. But he'll give you glimpses of things. Why? So you can put your words on it. That's where the words come in. That's where your faith is when he's shown you something about what he has for you and you can come out of that and you can grab the scriptures that back that up and put it in your mouth and say glory to God. It's already mine. He has. Oh, past tense. I know that. Hey, glory, he has given us all things that pertain to our life and 
to our godliness. So get in his presence where you can see the things that pertain to your life. Does that help? Because he has different things for each of us. And we want to make sure that our faith is directed in, a, in the things that he has for us. Now, we're talking the specifics, right? As Pastor Michelle said last night, things that Jesus paid for, our healing, you know, our, our, our redemption, our, our, our pe- the peace of our minds, right? Those things, you, you don't really even have to talk to God about that, right? You can just take those scriptures and know it's yours <laughs> because Jesus paid for it. But what about these specifics? What car do I get? What job do I take? Do I leave this situation, this job? You know, there's been different times where when, when my husband, of course, you don't know. Maybe you don't know much about me, and I didn't take time to tell you much about me. Sorry about that. But we pastored in New York for, uh, in Buffalo, the Buffalo, New York area. We pastored there for 11 years. My husband was the pastor at that time, and I assisted. During that time, I was raising babies. That's a good thing to do. And I was also working a secular job. And, you know, there was times God directed me on where to work. Mm-hmm. What? I, it was a busy life. There was a lot going on. I needed to know God wanted me where he wanted me. Yeah. And that I was doing what he needed me to do. Why? Because you get tired working. Yeah. <laughs> right? You're rubbing up against people all day and you're dealing with the world all day. You better know that you're supposed to be there. Yeah. Why? Because I can walk away and say, Lord, you're the strength of my life. You called me here. I heard from you and therefore I have faith to fulfill this position for as long as you need me here. But what people do is they just decide, oh, uh, this opportunity's come up, so it must be God, so I'm going to go there. And then when things get bad and hard, they think, oh, maybe this isn't God. I better back out and I better go find something else. And they do everything from here and never check in the presence of God to what, Lord, what do you have for me? Where, where is my life supposed to land? What am I supposed to be doing? And then when you walk out knowing that God's called you somewhere, it doesn't matter how hard it gets. Yeah. Praise God. Truth. Praise God. My daughter said to me the other day, my daughter, both my son and my daughter, we have two kids. They both live in California right now. We live in Colorado. And uh, she called me. She's working. Uh, she just graduated from college as an early childhood uh, major. And she got a job at a preschool. And she called me the other day, and she said, this is happening, and the administrations, da, 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 you know, she was complaining. Complaining. None of us have ever done that. <laughs> she's 22, so, you know, she's learning. Here's her first real, real job, you know. And, and, and she's like, I think I just need to leave and go to a Christian school. <laughs> and I said, oh, sweetie, if you think that's going to be easier. <laughs> 
tell you, I mean, I'm in the ministry and all, and you were raised going to church, and we were pastors and all, but here's a newsflash. You need to be where God's called you to be. And therefore, there's grace for you to do that job, and there's grace for you to draw on, and you will have faith to call on the grace. She did work for a Christian preschool when she was in high school and part of her college life, and she worked for a Christian preschool, and she complained about that the whole time, too. <laughs> so we, we did have to remind her, you know, it, it's not the position. If you're called to be somewhere, you have faith to fulfill where you're called to. Ha, ah, you've got to use it. Ha, 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 there's grace for you there. Glory to God. You use your mouth to say, Father, I thank you that I'm strengthened with all might and power to be in this position, and I can shine the love of Christ into this place. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We want to be partaking of all that God has for us, his divine nature, seeing and knowing Ah, this, this is for me. This is something I'm supposed to have in my life. And then when you're in his presence, he'll say, this is now. This is now. And you're like, really? There's been times where God's told us, this, this is now. And we're like, oh, never mind. You know? <laughs> I'm sure you've never been there. <laughs> We're believing for this. Yeah. And he says, step out and take it. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> that costs a lot, God. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But if he said, I want this for you, and I want you to have it now, ah, guess what? You can walk out of there and say, it is Why? Because you've heard from God. Faith comes by hearing from God. Now, in order to do this, you, know, you need to know how to hear from God. That's where your pastor helps. Ha! Glory to God. <laughs> Teaching us how to be led by the Spirit, how to hear, uh, hear what the Spirit is saying, how to balance the Word with, the, with what the Spirit is telling us because, you know, if the Spirit tells you something, it's always going to line up with what the Word says. Hallelujah. It has to line up. And if you don't know that you know that you've heard from God, come talk to Pastor Michelle. <laughs> and say, I believe the Lord's saying this. What do you think? <laughs> and, and, and that's where the body of Christ is so precious to help us. Praise God to help us stay balanced. Faith is not a formula. It's a flow. And we want to be able to get into his presence where everything that pertains to our life is and see what he has for us and partake of those things. Now, I want to quote to you uh, just one, one sentence that my, my husband actually wrote in that book, Filled, that I told you about. He said this, when we move into fullness... Remember, we're talking about being filled with all the fullness of God. 
when we move into fullness, our voice, instead of just reaching into the air around us, our voice reaches into the spirit realm and brings change to the natural circumstances. I'm going to read it again. (laughs) When we move into fullness, when we move into fullness, being filled with all the fullness of God, when we move into that place, when we're seeing all that God has for us, glory to God, our voice Instead of just reaching into the air around us, remember what Pastor Michelle was saying the other night where she was quoting those scriptures, but they were just fallen. When she was talking about the the prosperity scriptures, yeah, the feather faith, it was just, whoo, it was going nowhere. Why? Because the faith wasn't in there yet. But she was still saying it, right? She was still saying it, and she kept saying it. But it said, when we move into fullness, our voice, instead of just reaching into the air around us, mm-hmm. reaches into the spirit realm. Yeah. And it brings change to our natural circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's what we want, right? When there's things in the natural that aren't in place like we know, according to the word and according to the spirit that lives on the inside of us, this is not lining up with what the word has told me I can have. Well, then I need to get full enough to be able to speak out what I've heard from God and faith has come and I can speak those words of faith and take from the spirit realm all the things that pertain to my life and to my godliness and I can move them from that spirit realm into my natural world. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. That's what we're after. Not not just quoting the same scripture over and over and over. Next year, I'm still quoting the same scripture. Oh, Lord, I know it's changing. I know it's changing. I know it's changing. I keep saying it. Spend time in his presence. (laughs) It's not a formula. It's not just saying the same thing over and over again. And I know you know that, and I know I know that, but sometimes I catch myself. When I see something that's not right in my life or that's rearing up, the enemy's trying to stir something up, I'll just, my turn, I'll just throw a scripture at it. You know where that gets you? Not very far. Just being real, (laughs) talking about me, it's not just feather words. (laughs) It's words that you've gained from being filled with all the fullness of God and hearing from God. Hallelujah. I'm going to read you Ephesians 3:19 and amplified. Are we all doing good? Yes. Hallelujah. Ephesians 3:19 and amplified says this. That you may really come to know 
practically, through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience, that you, everybody say me, (laughs) that I may be filled through all your being unto all the fullness of God, that you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself. Oh, glory to God. I like to live there. There, holy, filled, and flooded with God himself. And I promise you, if you start living there, oh, the flow is so much fun. (laughs) The flow of God in your life is so amazing. Why? Because you're living in a place of fullness where... Everything that pertains to your life and godliness is. And so almost before you can see the need in the natural, you've already picked it up in the spirit realm and said, thank you, Lord, for that. Do I even need that? And then all of a sudden the need shows up and you're like, yes. Ha! And I've already moved it, started moving it into my natural world. The Bible tells us, well, Jesus told us in in Matthew 6.33, if we would seek first Mm -hmm. the kingdom of God and his righteousness, all these what? Things Things Things. would be added. So many of us are concerned about the things. If we would just seek him, his presence, Mm -hmm. being fully Mm, flooded with God himself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Things will start to follow you. Amen. Amen. I'll I'll close up with this. Praise the Lord. My, my, My husband called me. Well, he said to me the other day, he said, you know, this particular item keeps coming up in my heart for you. And I said, oh, really? Well, that sounds nice. It was a particular item that I've liked and I've looked at. But, you know, it was a fairly big item for us. And so I just put it on the shelf. You know, God's given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Life, life, life. And so there are things that God has for you. But they're, all, they're not all, you know, you don't rip out your credit card and just go crazy. Right? There's an order. There's an order to things. And I've learned this. If I will just concentrate on God's things, if I will just yield to his spirit, if I will spend time praying what he needs me to pray about, glory to God, if I will spend time yielding to what he wants me to know about, that things that I need in my life, they wind up showing up. And so my husband said, he said, I just keep getting this particular thing. And, and uh, 
do you want that? And he said, I've been looking at them online. And he goes, and I don't look at those things online normally. <laughs> Told you, he's not a shopper. And so I said, well, I want to go see it, right? Because I have to go to the mall. Yeah. <laughs> I already told you that. I need to go see it. So we walked in there, and, and we looked at this item, and I was like, well, it's nice. But here's the thing. I didn't call for it. I didn't believe I received it. I just said at one point, months and months ago, well, that would be nice someday, Lord. But I've been so focused on staying full of him and his things that he saw to it that someone in my life was prompted to go and have me get that. And now, you know what it is? It's a thing. It's stuff. And if he tells me to give it away tomorrow, I'll give it away. And that's when all these things can be added to you. When you know the, the best part about the thing is God attached to the thing and how that came. God's on that. Glory to God. He got that for me. He dealt with someone to bring that into my life. He did it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. All things that pertain to life and godliness can be ours if we'll spend time in the place where they exist. Hallelujah. And we can get in there and we're like, oh, this too? Wow, this is amazing. We can try it on. We can look at ourselves in this. I'm not just talking about things. I'm talking about the godliness God has for us, the righteousness, walking in our dominion, walking in our authority, walking in the health that he's provided for us. If we will spend time in his presence, learning to become a body wholly filled and flooded with God himself, with God himself, we'll be able to partake of that divine nature. There's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. When you can look around your whole life and say, God's attached to everything I have. That's the rich life. Yes, it is. That's the rich life. That is it in a nutshell. When you can look around your house, I don't care if it's a trailer, a a two-bedroom apartment, or a mansion. If you can't look around and say, God's brought all this to me. God's attached to all that he's provided all of this. Well, then you're not rich. As rich as you could be. Right? Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, let's just stand to our feet. Father, thank you. 
Thank you that we can partake of your divine nature. Thank you that we can be partakers of all that you've provided, all that pertains to life and to godliness. We are so grateful, so thankful for all that you have. Glory to God is ours. Glory, glory, glory. We worship you. We worship you, we worship you, we worship you with thank you, Father. Oh, so good. So good, so good, so good. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, my, 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 my. Guys, there's a flow to life. God wants us to be in the flow of his goodness, in the flow of his grace, in the flow flow of all that he has for us, but we've got to make movement to get to his presence. Mm -hmm. Learn how to be filled. Learn how to live full of him. Praying much in other tongues, praising, rejoicing, giving thanks, always looking to him first. Oh, Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you.